healthy skin, happy you with Clem and Delfina. Hi everyone, my name is Delfina. And I'm Clem. And we are both students here at the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland, otherwise known as RCSI. And we are in our first clerkship year, or as how we say it, it is Senior Cycle 1. Yes, and we're both part of RCSI's Dermatology Society. I am the Head of Education. And I am one of the Events Officers. So we just want to let you guys know why we're doing this podcast. We think most people listening are mostly medical students like us, who just came out of the COVID-19 pandemic, and part of our routine involves using a lot of uh, alcohol gel to sanitize our hands. Now, this can lead to a lot of uh, skin problems like hand, uh, hand eczema or dermatitis. But hand eczema affects many other professions, such as barbers, hairdressers, mechanics, or anyone who uses their hands a lot and also requires um, regular hand washing or contact with potential irritants or allergens from these products. It's also important to you to recognize that we welcome anyone else that's interested to listen mm-hmm. since skincare is relevant, honestly, to everyone. everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we just want to educate people on how to take care of themselves and, you know, uh, based off of research we'll be conducting and our own experience as well. Yeah, so that's our general plan. And looking through a few of the research that we've been doing, we've looked through a few BMJ articles and what a few of them were talking about healthcare workers with hand eczema. We found that a secondary preventative program and personal counseling can help, you know, healthcare workers or medical students like us um, on how to, you know, maintain our uh, skin and protect our hands, especially in these conditions where we have to wash hands a lot. And so while in the series we're not focusing on eczema um, or atopic dermatitis, as it's actually kind of formally known well, for this situation, we aim to be similar. Our aim is similar in trying to be part of the change to make sure that we treat our skin with the care that it deserves. Yeah, and, you know, try to be part of kind of creating that secondary preventative program. Yeah, exactly. So um, my colleague and I wanted to sort of first start off this podcast with a series on skincare. It's, um, you know, definitely a very relevant topic. And before all of my women out there get excited, uh, <laughs> men, we are also talking to you. Yeah, um, we want to make sure that, you know, everyone is taking care of their skin. And we thought this topic would be useful since skin is always a topic of conversation. Whether it's about using sunscreen daily or only when the sun shines or, you know, what kind of skincare routine one should have on a daily basis to, you know, make sure your skin feels fresh and hydrated. Yes, I, I agree. Do you use sunscreen, Delphi? I try my best, that's for sure. <laughs> Even in Ireland? <laughs> When I remember, <laughs> mm, yes. But we do need to be better about that because yes. even when it's cloudy, the sun is lots still of UV. there. There's lots of UV. Yeah. Um, so to start off this series, we wanted to first just I guess lay a groundwork and discuss our own routines, and so then we can follow up in the next episodes with what the research is telling us regarding key ingredients to look out for. For me to start off, uh, I personally have never been, I'd say, the most invested in learning, you know, the ins and outs of skincare, apart from me knowing that, yes, I do need to clean my face and then adding in a moisturizer to make sure that it doesn't dry out. Um, But right now, my routine is that I wake up and use an Aveeno Oat Cleanser. Uh, It's for sensitive skin, but I think for all skin types. And so then I just do a quick rinse. Um, I try to shoot for some lukewarm water. Mm -hmm. And then I pat my face dry. I try not to scrub my face dry, uh, because I know that is a bit aggressive. And um, I will say with this cleanser, or cleansing in general, I guess maybe more in my experience, but 
my skin already feels a bit tight. Although recently I have learned that that is not a great attribute to a cleanser. Oh. I know. Because it, uh, it makes it seem that the product actually has maybe the wrong ingredients for your skin. So mm -hmm. it's over drying it. After the cleanser, I do apply a moisturizer. I've been using a Neutrogena face moisturizer that has SPF. Uh, but honestly, it is not my favorite formula. It does leave my skin feeling more of like I've added, you know, sun lotion yeah, on. Yeah, 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 definitely. I also think it kind of has that smell instead of just feeling, you know, like a hydrating moisturizer. But then, you know, we're rolling with it. And then yeah. at night, <laughs> I tend to shower, so I use that as my opportunity to also clean my face. And I actually use a Lidl's food facial cleanser. Uh, yum. <laughs> Yeah, we don't eat it, uh, but for those of you that maybe are not familiar with Lidl, it's just one of our grocery stores, but I actually love it. It makes my face feel great and very refreshed, um, and then I have a night moisturizer that's also from Lidl that uh, I do like a lot, actually. It's a bit thicker than the formula I'll use in the mornings, so it really feels like I'm sealing in all of the moisture in my face and kind of maintaining that hydration throughout the night. That's definitely very, very important. It is. I see you uh, use an oat cleanser as well. There's a lot of food products in your... <laughs> <laughs> in your yeah, you know, I am a foodie, so we're just going to continue that into the products <laughs> that I'm also putting on my face. So yeah, just a quick question, maybe a bit silly, but an Aveeno oat cleanser... So like rubbing oats on your face? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, I think. Well, so I've used Avino before. Um, I know it's a good brand. Yeah. I yeah, and too. then I just honestly, I am definitely a culprit of being brought in by marketing. So oh, okay. I well, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of liked the idea of like an oat cleanser, but it is just um, it's definitely not pieces of oats. Yeah. It's very um. I don't know what the like, word would it's, be, it's, it's, but it's just like a... It's a creamy texture yeah, and you just kind of rub it on, just lather it over. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. No, that sounds like a very nice uh, routine, nice baseline to start from. Thanks, thanks. So it's like, yeah, well, we're, we're obviously going to try and outro it over the next few weeks and you guys can see how how it works out on us. Hopefully we it goes well. <laughs> I mean, we're the guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway... This is for you men out there. Uh, this is my skincare routine that I have right now. Um, obviously, over the next few episodes, we're going to be detailing uh, why we're changing it up or why we're sticking with what we have. So we're, we're going to make an effort to go and um, you know purchase new products which we think might be better for our skin and keeping it hydrated because you, know, you want your skin to be moisturized. You, want that, like, you don't want dry, flaky skin or anything like that. It's just, you know, first of all, it keeps your skin healthy and then it doesn't really make your skin as vulnerable to uh, certain conditions as well. Anyway, this is my skincare routine for you men out there, you fellas. So in the morning, if, uh, if I'm shaving, I use the face wash first just to soften the skin and to, um, you know, provide a bit of uh, hydration. And then, I sh and then I use apply shaving foam and then when I'm shaving, well, I apply shaving foam before I'm shaving and then after I shave, I'll apply an aftershave. Um, and if you're not shaving, I, I still I would still apply like a morning face cream, um, and I apply this face cream rather than a lotion because I have dry skin, especially since I'm living in an island where it's very cold almost all year round. So creams are generally thicker than lotions, and they're better suited for dry skin, whereas lotions are preferred for oilier skins. So that's just a slight distinction. Um, 
But if you're shaving elsewhere, I'd still say apply moisturiser afterwards just to prevent itchiness and skin irritations. You don't want ingrown hairs or any inflammation happening, so, you know, shave the right way, um, and de- especially if you're using a razor. Um, but definitely do apply, like, some kind of moisturiser afterwards. And then I apply, my, I apply hand creams to my hands if they're looking a bit dry. So that's usually in the morning. In the evenings, I generally like to shower. Not all, like, I generally like to shower in the evenings. Um, and then I apply face wash just to cleanse the pores. Um, this face wash is the same one that I use to apply before I'm shaving as well. Because, you know, it's, it's just easy, just easy just to get one face wash. Smart, um, smart decisions. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, but then after showering, I obviously apply face cream, body cream, and hand cream. Just because, you know, like sometimes you might want to give it a, maybe a few minutes so you can actually like dry up a bit more and you can apply um, the body cream, you know, and have it like kind of just, have your skin kind of absorb it. Because if, if, if you're still a bit damp and you kind of apply the cream on it, kind of like it, your skin will absorb it, but it kind of slows up a little bit. So you're not really getting the cream to hydrate you already because you're kind of already wet and damp from the shower. Um, but anyways, just some key takeaways. The key takeaways... Uh, is moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. <laughs> yes, it's very, very important. Uh, that's why we always apply these creams. Um, you know, so I'm from Oz. In case you couldn't tell from my accent, but Oz is is quite hot. And now I'm living in Ireland, where it's cold. And both climates, you know, whether it's hot or cold, can dry out your skin and leave it cracked. So it's very important to use moisturizers. Don't forget about it. And even if you don't venture into the outdoors too often, it's still very important to moisturize because, you know, if you use air conditioning or you have heaters, they can very much dry your skin too. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd say especially here too, even um, for like winter when you do yeah. have like the central heating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 going to be warm and, you know, like where it's warm, it's going to leave your skin a bit more vulnerable. Um, so you definitely want to moisturize. Also, uh, emollients are offered as treatments for multiple skin conditions. So no matter what your skin type is, you can definitely still benefit from it. Yeah. So, and I mean, now that you know uh, where Clem and I are starting from, um, kind of how he mentioned, we're going to attempt to sort of alter a bit our routines. Throughout this time, we will be doing some episodes that take a closer look at specific ingredients that you'll see more commonly now in skincare products. And so... In the next episodes, we'll also be sharing some of the progress with our new routines. Uh, even though it definitely will not be, you know, overnight that you'll be seeing these changes. Mm-hmm. I know, like, the skin goes through its own cycles of as it regenerates. So that can take, you know, sometimes over 20 days of really going it through that process. Yeah. But we'll still keep you updated as we're going along. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, kind of on our final episode. Um, we'll be able to discuss our results and sort of, you know, main takeaways of how we feel after, you know, having amped up the routines or like trying out different ingredients to see yeah. how our skin responds. Hopefully, you know, our skin thrives and does better. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, that's it for now, right? That's it for now. So I guess we'll uh, see you next time and we'll keep you posted on how we're doing. Yeah. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. expressed at this podcast are the views and ideas of said individuals only. They do not necessarily represent the views, beliefs, or attitudes of the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland. In addition, the referral to any products, services, directions, or advice by any parties at this event 
does not necessarily constitute an endorsement of any kind by RCSI.